0: Welcome back to our study of First John. We're uh, examining this wonderful little book. We're in the second chapter, and we're talking about the commandment that Jesus gave us, the new commandment, which is really an old commandment, but he put new life into it, and it's the commandment to love one another. And he says, this is what reveals people are my disciples. This is evidence that they belong to me because of the way they love each other. And this commandment really reveals our character. It reveals our response to Christ. It really shows if we are a believer or not a believer. John describes those who reject this command, and they say they're in the light. He tells us in verse 9 of chapter 2 of 1 John, but they deny it by hating their brother. The one who hates is in the present tense. They deny it by right now, practicing as a fixed and settled principle of life you see hate's a very strong word it means a malicious and unjustifiable feelings against another person and the dictionary tells us that it's a feeling of extreme hostility or extreme dislike of another person it can be active in that we indulge in malicious talk or injurious actions toward a person that we hate or it can be expressed passively it can it can still be that we hate Strongly, but we don't express it outwardly. We just keep it inside, bottle it up. It can be expressed by indifference, by coldness, by isolation, by exclusion, or by unconcern for another person. Someone has well said that indifference is the most cruel form of hate just to ignore someone, just to be indifferent towards someone. What what hurt our Lord most is not the gospel. not the active enmity of those who were trying to accomplish his death, but the coldness and indifference of those who once followed him as they stood idly by while he was put to death. And you see, that broke his heart. The one who hates also, John says, is in darkness until now. He's never really come out of the darkness. You see, if we've come out of the darkness, we love the Lord, and we want to love like he loved and so we ask him for the power to do that every day. And if we're in this darkness, then uh, we, we, we don't have the love of Christ and we don't have the light of Christ. And hate is a basic denial of having faith. Darkness is moral and spiritual, and it's an atmosphere in our lives. You know what would happen, don't you, to a flower if it were kept in the dark? It would grow some, but it would lose all its color, all its beauty, and would become a dull, drab thing that would soon die. That's what hate does. As an unforgiving, unloving attitude towards some other person, we soon experience drabness. There's no life. There's no beauty. There's no glory about our lives. We are in the dark, and there's no vitality, and it's dull, and it's drab, and it's lifeless, and it's worthless. You see, darkness brings death, and everything that means. But John says the man who hates walks in this darkness. His movements are those of a man groping in the darkness. You see, to be in the darkness means that I don't know where I'm going and I don't know what I'm doing. If a man walks in the darkness, it's because he is in the darkness. His conduct matches his character. He chooses To be in the darkness, he could be in the light if he would put his trust in Christ. John says that a man who hates is without direction. He does not even know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Hatred so perverts a man's every endeavor that it's not possible for him to make conscious progress toward any satisfying goal. His whole life is a blackout. The penalty of living in the darkness is not merely that you cannot see but that you go blind. Such is the case of the fish in Mammoth Cave where it's dark constantly and the ponies, the the little horses they used in the old coal mines soon lost their sight because they were constantly always in the dark. Hatred robs us of all spiritual insight. We can come to the place where we're insensitive and no longer really see because of hatred and resentment. John is talking about the person who is not a believer because he said that a true believer may temporarily give in to hate, but you can't stay in that darkness if you are a real child of God. That's what, that's what John is saying here. He's saying that if we, really, if we really know Christ, then the Holy Spirit breaks through into our lives. Ray Steadman tells about a woman he counseled with who had a real problem In this area of her life, she really hated someone who had hurt her, and hatred had turned her bitter and rancid and poisoned all her life. Steadman said, I said to her, you must find it in your heart to forgive this person as God has forgiven you. But she said, I can't forgive her. I'll never forgive her. But I said, you must. God says you must. She said, I can't. So I said, if you can't, then you need to face the fact that you're not a Christian. Because if you're not a believer in Christ, if you're a believer in Christ and don't forgive, evidence you, you, you're really not a believer in Christ, she looked at me and said, "I guess you're right, I know I am a believer, and I see I've just been deceiving myself, I need to forgive." And she chose that day to forgive, and in an act of faith, she forgave. There came a tremendous change over the woman immediately, said Stedman. It was like turning a light on, and when we forgive. It, it overcomes this hatred. It overcomes bitterness. It overcomes resentment. It takes those kinds of things out of our lives and enables us to step forward into the light. You see, God's not going to make us forgive. He's going to give us that choice and that ability to do so if we're willing. And and he said we can then settle down and be in the light. And, and he says also if we are in the light there's no cause for stumbling there's no there's no cause for anybody to stumble over us you see there's nothing to trip other people up there's nothing for us to stumble over because we're in the light and not in the darkness if we can overcome our hate and resentment and our bad attitudes toward someone a man who was walking down a dark street one night saw a little light coming toward him and he thought perhaps the person carrying the light was ill or drunk because they were kind of staggering. But as he drew nearer, he could see a man with a flashlight carrying a white cane. Why would a blind man, he thought, be carrying a light? So he decided to ask. The blind man smiled and said, I carry my light, so that I not so that I can see, but so that others can see me. I cannot help being blind, but I can't help being a stumbling block for others to trip over. You see, the best way for us to not be stumbling blocks is to love other people, to ask Jesus to love people that maybe we don't even like and people that have hurt us. So the summation of what Paul says and what um, what John says here and what Paul also echoed is if you love, it it is evidence that you're a child of God. If you love your brother, if you love your your fellow Christian, it's evidence that that's true. And love is one of those test it's one of those monitors that shows what we really are and what we really feel so let's love today in the power of christ god bless you have a great day